Obsessive compulsive disorder is considered one of the more treatment refractory psychiatric disorders. Might patients benefit from alternative therapy techniques? Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Dr. Leslie Lent from Foothills Psychiatry in Boise, Idaho, your host. And with me today is David Shanahov Kalsa. He is the director of the research group for Mind Body Dynamics at the Institute for Nonlinear Science at UC San Diego and the president of the Kalsa Foundation for Medical Science in Del Mar, California. Welcome to ReachMD. Thank you, Leslie. I'm happy to be here with you today. How did you get interested in treating obsessive-compulsive disorder? Actually, I had published a technique that's very specific for it, a yogic breathing technique, a left-nostril breathing technique, in a book in 1991. And then I was invited by a woman in the Department of Psychiatry at UCSD who wanted to improve her behavior therapy program for treating OCD. and She wanted to include some yogic breathing techniques. And when she found out about my work, she invited me and we proceeded to do an open clinical trial with a protocol that I had that was specific for treating OCD. So that led to the first study. And consequently, after that, we were funded by NIH to do a randomized controlled clinical trial where we compared the original Kundalini Yoga Meditation Protocol run by myself and a mixture of the mindfulness meditation technique in the relaxation response, as taught by Herbert Benson. And that group was run by Leslie Ellen Ray, a colleague and and somebody who was a specialist with both of those sorts of techniques, and she practiced them personally. And so we then ran a year-long trial, and we had incredible results. I mean, the clinical trial results showed a 71% improvement in what's called the Yale-Brown Obsessive Compulsive Scale. It's really the gold standard for treating OCD. Tell us about the kundalini meditation technique. There's a protocol that has 11 parts to it, first of all. And some of the techniques are for energizing, increasing metabolism, slowing the mind, and reducing emotions and tensions. There's also a technique that's very specific, a three-minute technique that's specific for treating fears. And then there's the OCD breath, which is a left nostril breathing technique, and I'll get back to that in a moment. But we also had a mantra in there for turning negative emotions into positive emotions, and one specific for treating anger, which is priceless all by itself as a therapy. It's an 11-minute technique that somebody simply chants the sounds G and O. It sounds just like this, G-O-G-O-G-O-G-O-G-O-G-O-G-O-G-O, like that nonstop for 11 minutes. But in any case, the OCD breath is a left nostril breathing pattern that people start out with less of a perfected skill rate, obviously, with it. But when it is perfected, they're able to breathe slowly into the left nostril for 15 seconds. They slow the rate of respiration. So they're slowing the breath on the inspiration to 15 seconds. They hold for 15 seconds Then they slowly exhale over 15 seconds and hold the breath out for 15 seconds and repeat that for 31 minutes at one breath per minute. Now, it takes people months and months. Some people can learn in three weeks. Some people learn in three months. Some people take five or six months or a couple of years to eventually be able to breathe at that rate. But that's supposedly when somebody can do that pattern at one breath per minute for 31 minutes and they do it for 90 days, they're perfectly cured. I've had a lot of patients 
that have actually been rather severe that have never actually achieved the perfected rate, but have cured themselves and got zeros on the Y-box, the L. Brown obsessive compulsive. Zeros on the Y-box. Zeros, which is rather unheard of. You know, we published that work in CNS Spectrum's the International Journal of Neuropsychiatric Medicine, which is a peer-reviewed mainstream psychiatric journal. That was in 1999. And of course, I've reviewed it in other texts thereafter, but it was a fantastic publication. And to this date, as far as I'm aware, that's the highest efficacy rate for any treatment modality. We had about half the patients in that trial medicated to begin with, and half of those by the end of the trial were free of meds and for a substantial period of time, which also makes it difficult for people to accept. Relate to. Now, you've taught this at the American Psychiatric Association meetings as well. Exactly. You know, I was first invited in 2003 to be on a symposium for OCD, one of five people. They were looking at novel treatments, novel therapies, ways to improve treatment. And that was the first time that I taught the protocol there. But then I taught it in 2004. And the last three years, I've taught a full day, six hour course at the American Psychiatric Association entitled Kundalini Yoga Meditation Techniques for Psychiatric Disorders. So the protocol for OCD is just one of the things that I've taught at that conference. I've taught protocols for ADHD and comorbid disorders, post-traumatic stress disorder, a protocol specific for that, and major depressive disorders. Now, I would think for many traditional Western physicians, this sounds frankly a little flaky, Of course. (laughs) It sounds flaky to people that think that they're well-educated in meditation techniques because most people have the idea that there's only a few of them out there. They're very standard and they're not complex. And certainly, unless they've made an effort to study what kundalini yoga is really all about, they just have no idea what's possible and what yogis have discovered thousands of years ago. Like I told many people in the past, there are about 5,000 different meditation techniques in this system. In my book, I have a protocol specific for treating bipolar disorders, one technique that's specific for resolving the bipolar disorder condition, a technique that's specific for the depressed phase, and one technique that's specific for the manic phase. Even most people that teach kundalini yoga don't know about these techniques. I mean, it's very difficult to get a handle on all of this. It just happens to be my forte. If you're new to our channel, you're listening to ReachMD, XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Dr. Leslie Lunt, your host, and with me today is David Shanahuff Khalsa, author of Kundalini Yoga Meditation, Techniques Specific for Psychiatric Disorders, Couples Therapy, and Personal Growth. We're discussing the use of kundalini yoga meditation in OCD treatment and other psychiatric disorders. You know, for me, David, OCD in particular is very challenging to treat with our Western techniques. Medicines don't work really well, lots of side effects. Why don't more people embrace your techniques in this treatment? Well, my guess is that there's probably two reasons. Even though it's been published in a peer-reviewed journal, I know that medicine is sometimes more about business and competition. Therefore, you know, when somebody's prescribing medications, they may not even, if unless they have the options at hand, they may not even suggest that psychiatrists may not even suggest that they go try behavior therapy, exposure and response prevention. So for them to suggest that somebody goes off to attempt treatment using kundalini yoga meditation is something that it's just not within the orbit of their practice. They may not be familiar with it. 
Because most of what happens in medicine, you know, frequently is based on marketing. And unless you have a big marketing arm to your business, then, you know, things only creep to the surface slowly. And that's really been the case with myself. How many kundalini yoga practitioners are there that we could refer our patients to to learn this technique? There are probably several thousand kundalini yoga teachers in the United States alone. In terms of practitioners, which would just be people you know, on the street that practice, there's probably, I'd say, on the order of a million people, maybe a half a million. There's no way really to understand that. But actually, I sell a DVD or a VHS that has the entire protocol for treating OCD. So patients can learn on their own without a teacher necessarily there? Most of the patients that I work with actually are overseas. Switzerland, India, Singapore, United Arab Emirates, France, England, Germany. They buy my video. And we actually mostly consult through email and sometimes phone when needed. But once they have the basics, you know, then they have the same basic questions. So it's, it's really it's pretty easy to treat without ever meeting somebody in person, as long as they see exactly how to do something. Mm-hmm. And that's what they learn through the video or through the book if they prefer that. It seems to me these techniques would also be helpful in post-traumatic stress disorder. Exactly. You know, I've got a eight-part protocol for treating PTSD. It was designed for war vets, actually. And I'm sure in these coming years, it will become a primary tool for treating what otherwise is also a very difficult psychiatric disorder to treat using medication. Really, soldiers need to use these sorts of techniques immediately after the sort of stressful events that they encounter on a near-daily basis, especially in Iraq and other countries, to treat what we would call acute stress disorder, which eventually, if you have it long enough, becomes PTSD. Now, is there any contraindication to using kundalini yoga meditation in combination with medication or other forms of more traditional therapy? No, not really. I mean, I have one client in India right now who has OCD and panic disorder, and he's on five different medications. And, you know, actually his biggest problems are resulting from the interactions of the medications that he's on. And so he's got to slowly work his way off of them. Uh, He's on two SSRIs, he's on benzodiazepine, an antipsychotic, because his psychiatrist has not correctly diagnosed him. He's having a reaction to Xanax, actually, at this point. So those are the real kinds of problems that uh, I run into with patients because they come to me sort of as a last-ditch effort, you know, mm-hmm. or they're referred to me by psychiatrists. Frequently, I see somebody that comes primarily for OCD, but they also have PTSD, ADHD, eating disorders, and self-mutilation or something like that. That's not an uncommon patient to present to me, and I have a number of case studies of that nature in my book. It seems like using the kundalini yoga techniques might be helpful, in fact, for them to help come off their medications. Absolutely. I mean, you know, when their symptoms are either completely reduced or minimized and they're making a great deal of progress, then they can slowly get off their meds. I never suggest that they just jump off them because a lot of these medications, as you know, you can't just get off them quickly without major side effects. And they always have their treating psychiatrist anyways to consult with. It's not my place to tell them to get off meds. I think one of the hurdles as well that you may face, at least in this country, is all the misconception about what yoga is or isn't. Absolutely. You know, when most people think about yoga, they think of 
the sort of standard postures like cobra pose or triangle pose, which some people call downward facing dog, you know, all these sorts of classical asanas. And realistically, yoga goes way beyond that. It's so, so sophisticated. You know, like I said earlier, there's about 5,000 different meditation techniques in this system alone. And they're all very complex. They're all highly evolved techniques. They're all different. Many of them give effects that seem like they're the same, but they're not. Well, thank you for being on our show today. Thank you, Leslie. I've enjoyed it. We've been discussing kundalini yoga meditation and psychiatry with our guest, David Shanahoff Khalsa. I'm Dr. Leslie Lent. You've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD, XM157, the channel for medical professionals. We welcome your questions and comments, so please visit us at reachmd.com. Our new on-demand and podcast features will allow you to access our entire program library on the computer. Thank you for listening.